This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 272, and tonight we are kicking off a brand new fundraising event because I have used my Scream Queens power to declare that every single day from now until midnight chimes... Ringing in 2020, every day is Halloween. And to kick it all off, we are having the girls from Creepy Kids, Stacy and Cindy, come on to talk about a little movie called Dead and Buried from 1981. But first, let's let's just catch everybody up. Okay, the Potathon, Countdown Halloween Potathon, things got screwy. Technical problems, only four episodes went out, and they went out with tons of problems. I got frustrated. We had to take down the show for a while, but now we're back. We're back. However, as you know, I recorded all of my Potathon guests long in advance, so I have 12 full-length episodes that have been sitting, waiting to go out to you. And these episodes were recorded by super talented and super generous guest hosts who took time out of their busy schedules specifically to come help us raise money for new alternatives for homeless LGBT youth which is an organization here in New York City. Now, I just can't randomly put out these episodes and not raise the money, right? Because this is the agreement that I have with these guest hosts, right? I can't just do that. No, so we're going to keep on working. We're going to keep on striving. We're going to keep on fighting. And we're going to keep the fight going till the end of the year because I realized, yeah, I can do what I did with the Potathon and put out them, put out the episodes one day after another, bang, 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 get it all done in 12 days, but... Two things. I realized we had technical problems. And one of the reasons I couldn't deal with the technical problems was because I had so much backed up. Like, I mean, there was so much coming. Things were happening too fast. There was not enough time to fix anything because at the time I was trying to research how to do fixing, I'm also trying to get another show out the next day. It was too much. So now, if I put out two a week, one on Monday and one on Friday, we have enough episodes to take us all the way to 2020, raising funds helping these homeless kids get off the street, not just for tonight, not just for one single night, but off the streets for good. So let's just take a minute to talk about what all that is about. Now, Scream Queens is dedicated itself and is very proud to associate itself with new alternatives for uh, homeless LGBT youth because, as I've said in this podcast so many times now, the amount of homelessness among queer youth in America right now is beyond epidemic proportions. Studies were done several years ago, and they were bad then, and they've only gotten worse under this administration. Not only is there no facilities or, 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 or federal guidelines in place to help protect queer youth, what's there isn't safe. It's not safe. But New Alternatives is literally finding new alternatives. They're a system that's extremely easy to navigate to get the help that you need right away. 
and that's what we're all about here, getting these kids some help, getting them off the street, getting them set up for life and not just for one night. Man, one night's great, but life's better, man. Can you tell I'm excited? I'm so excited. I'm breathless already. I've worn myself out, and I've only just started talking. But before we go any further, I have some people to thank because there are, are people who donated in the to the countdown to Halloween Potathon who did not get thanked properly because it was towards the end, and I was just getting really janky. But we're going to thank everybody now, and we're going to see just exactly how the Potathon did. So first of all, We've got Mr. Steve Yacht. Mr. Steve Yacht, man, so many times he's almost been my date to go to Camp Blood, but we never get it together. But you know what? He got it together enough to donate $26.30. Thank you, Steve. Now, I'm reading right now off the official New Alternatives donation page, and the numbers they came up with are strange. They always are. You know, it, it, I, I don't know why they come up like this, but this is what it's reading, so I'm just going to... Read the random dollars and cents because that's what it's telling me to do. Ooh, Kristen Petty. Hi, Kristen. Hi, gorgeous lady. Kristen Petty from the Killing Your Darlings podcast. She was generous enough to donate $50, $52, rather, and 60 cents. Thank you, Kristen. And Kristen and her husband, Dan, they're going to be guest hosting during this Every Day's Halloween Potathon. Yeah, they're going to be here just around Thanksgiving to talk about the original Black Christmas. Yeah, so look forward to that, everybody. And thank you, Kristen. I love you very much. Oh, mm, speaking of people I love, Tara Gardner. Tara Gardner donated $126.24 Canadian. Canadian dollars, which, as we all know, are the most delicious of dollars there are. And she says, you're doing great, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually doing much better now than I was then, so I'm doing super duper now. And thank you. Also, also... Extra big thanks to Tara. Tara does so much work behind the scenes. Whenever I need a volunteer, Tara is always stepping up to the plate. And I can't thank her enough for that. She helped put together the schedules for this that are popping up on social media so that you can all see who's going to be on the show when. She did all that because I can't do graphics. You know, I do graphics and it looks ridiculous. But Tara's been doing that. And just, Tara, thank you for all of your help throughout the years. I cannot thank you enough. But now I've thanked you enough. So I'm moving on to somebody else. Jake Culpa. Big luck, Jay Culpa. He donated $52.60 and wanted to say, uh, New Alternatives is a wonderful cause, and Patrick opens his heart, if not practically his veins, in getting the word out. Keep fighting the good fight, Patrick. I'm grateful you made me aware, and I'm sharing the word. Thank you, Culpa. Thank you, Jay Culpa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I literally have opened my veins almost over this ridiculous thing, but you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it, and I, I just thank you so much. Uh, Vanessa Trask. Donated $42.08. Oh, Vanessa, Vanessa, you are awesome for your $42 donation. Whoa, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Fabian Gomez. Ah, oh, sure. Fabian Gomez. Ah, oh, sure. A good fine Irish lad. He donated $21.04 and says, Mr. Patrick, you rock. And I say to him, ah, oh, no, Fabian Gomez. It's you who rock. All right. Now I'm hopping over to the Facebook donation page because there will be two. There's only one. Uh, some people prefer to donate. On Facebook, they feel safer doing that rather than to a random site. And other people feel more comfortable donating to the site because they don't trust Facebook. So there'll be two choices, in effect, for you to choose from. But over there, we have uh, Michael Howie. Michael Howie, another fine Canadian, donated 10 delicious Canadian dollars. Thank you. And that's coming out of his beard fund, man. Man, and that, that beard takes a lot of money to maintain and feed. So, yeah, that $10 is going to be like more like a thousand for Michael Howie and his beard products. Michael, what's that on your face? Beard's on my face. Michael Howie, what's on your face? Beard's on my face. 
Michael Howe is not here. That's his beard answer. I got nothing. Michael, thank you. Thank you very much. C.K. Allen donated $25. Thank you, C.K. Toppy Smelly. Toppy Smelly from the Smellcast. Hi, Toppy. He donated $50. And I don't care if the $50 is smelly or not, and the kids at New Alternatives don't care either because we think you're awesome. Toppy Smelly. Toppy Smelly. Oh, Toppy, Toppy Smelly. You rock. Uh Uh-uh. And Jeff Sorison donated $100. I'm sorry. Just donated $20. Not just. He donated $20. I Jeff Sorensen donated $20. Thank you, Jeff. That's really cool of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, in my mind, the potathon was a disaster. I mean, it was a disaster on my end. You know, I made all these shows. I did all this work, and the whole thing went due to something out of my control. However, however, in the four days that it went, in the four episodes that went out, we managed to raise 1000 $71.86, and that's all going directly to new alternatives. Every penny of it has already been put into use. You know, it's not sitting in a fund somewhere. Nobody's taking any little cuts of anything. It all went directly to new alternatives to help get these kids some hot meals, education, and health care, and everything else that you need in addition to housing when you're living on the streets as a queer youth in New York City. So thank you, everybody. That is an amazing start, but oh... We've only just begun to live. Oh, it's a new pothon. Except it's not a pothon, just a fundraiser. I'm not going to kill myself this time, but two a week, man, making it Halloween every day. This is going to be a cool, fun thing to do. So now, if you want to be like all these cool people, right now I only have the one uh, donation page set up. I have to set up one for Facebook, which I'll be doing later today. If you're more comfortable with Facebook, tune in again tomorrow. I'll have an address for you, but if you want to donate right now, right now, you can go to bit.ly slash S-Q-P-O-D-N-A. That stands for Scream Queens Podcast New Alternatives. S-Q-P-O-D-N-A. Scream Queens Podcast New Alternatives. Got it? Get it? Good. So let's show everybody at New Alternatives how awesome you screamers can be and get over there and donate and change some lives for real. For real now. Okay, I think that's enough of that for now. So we are going to bring on Stacy, And yeah, I guess we'll bring on Cindy too. Because why not, right? The ladies from Creepy Kitsch are here. We're going to talk about dead and buried. And probably a lot of body fluids, boobs, and diva cups. Because that's just how things roll. When we get creepy and kitschy up here on Scream Queens. But before we do anything, um, just to let you know. If you want to play along at home and watch Dead and Buried. Which I highly recommend. It's a fun little movie. It is available on Amazon Prime free streaming, and also on Shudder. And if you haven't seen the movie and don't want it spoiled, I suggest doing that before you listen to this episode because although we don't spoil everything, we do spoil a lot. But we're going to have a lot of fun doing it, so why don't you just sit back, relax, take a listen to the trailer, and may I be the first to welcome you to Potter's Bluff. From the creators of Alien, Terror brought down to earth. Fear so intense it will stay with you to the grave and beyond. Welcome to Potter's Bluff. Yeah, what are you doing? Both strangers. Two murders in a town no bigger than a postage stamp. When you die in Potter's Bluff, 
expect. The unexpected. I just lie still. I'm going to give you something. It's going to make you feel even better. What's going on in this town? Our killer maniac is loose out there. First murderers, now body snatching. My God, I can't believe it. Potter's Bluff. A nice place to visit. But you wouldn't want to die there. Professional opinion. Is there any way whatsoever to reanimate people after they have died? Oh, so lovely. So frail. So young. How could anyone mar such loveliness? Dear, I will make you beautiful again. Even more beautiful than before. What did you do to our dogs? You will try to kill me, Dad. But you can't. You can only make me dead. Go on. Pull the trigger. Perhaps you need a little more motivation. Dan, I'm dead. Please bury me. Dead and buried. The movie you'll want to see. If you dare to look. Bury me. Dead and buried. And joining me once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my GNCs, wherever you may be, put your hands together for the ladies of Creepy Kitchen, Stacy and Cindy! <laughs> what part of enthusiastic did um, I not make clear? <laughs> well, that was, we were trying to be demure, okay? Who are you? <laughs> Credits. That's fair. I never asked you on this show to be fucking demure, bitches. Saying. What the fuck? All right. Hey, Patrick, hey! How are y'all doing? All right, Hi, that's Patrick. more like it. That's more like it. I'm going to say, are we doing Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I don't know who you people are. Tits we out just having my right problems. now. Holy yeah. shit, I was like... Tits out I, and recording. Oh, my God. Jesus, <laughs> my God, what the hell? Now, where's my goddamn can opener? Because I need to open this goddamn beer right now. <laughs> it's nice yeah, to say that we've dragged our... Now I'm going to be drinking. Oh. We dragged our usual professionalism along with I, us uh, when we yeah. crawled into really Patrick's oh, I see, I see. I found my can opener buried under my kitty cat nightlights, which they don't know about, <laughs> but the Patreon people... <laughs> <laughs> There's something beautifully ironic about having a can opener under some kitty cat nightlights. Plus, <laughs> Patrick, when you play with your pussy, you lose things. That's just the way oh! it goes. <laughs> and there's a, pull, there's a pull quote for the episode right there. Are you done ruining everything? <laughs> I'm done ruining everything, yes. She's going to stop in the middle of the so show that, I'm gonna go get a pumpkin take- spice latte. Take a dump. Yeah, I am. I'm going to stop in the middle of the show and I'm going to go get my pumpkin spice. I'm podcasting from the toilet today. Hold on, I got to change my. Hold on, I got to change my diva cup. Incidentally, I'm wearing it right now. I figured you were. I was actually. Okay, so anyway, hey, welcome back to the show, ladies. It's wonderful to have you back. Technical problems aside, it's wonderful to have you back. And hey, Stacey, how's it going? Cindy, it's so glad to see you with your diva cup. Yeah. Yeah, you know, me and my diva cup your, traveling the world, changing lives. Your diva cup runneth over. <laughs> Sometimes if you let it in for too long. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally will. 
kind of makes that little like pop pop and then it starts to slide out. It's really, really but cool. I have to say, I'm so glad I left my camera it, on so you can see my face right now. Emptying <laughs> it is one of the most satisfying experiences in the world. It actually is. There's something really wonderful about just being all like, look at that. That all came from me. I made that. Time out, everybody. Before we have discussed it, everybody, before we even started the show, please introduce yourselves to the listeners who are not familiar with you or what nonsense goes over over at Creepy Kitsch. Basically, it's this, but for like seven hours. But please continue. Yeah, Tell it, it to really them yourself. Is, I'm not going to basically your show for you. I, I got to admit that um, not a lot of people, I'm not surprised nobody would know who we are. Yeah, I think basically. we have like five listeners total. But they Patrick, are but loyal. God bless them. They are so fucking loyal. They're all so goddamn loyal. It's amazing. Perhaps <laughs> too loyal. A little too loyal. So, yes, we do um, Creepy Kitsch podcast and we discuss movies and all things creepy for time on end. And we also talk about a lot of like girly stuff just unintentionally yes. so there's a lot of period talk and titty talk and i'd apologize uh, but i'm not titty talk titty talk i would watch titty, that i think we should change our name to titty talk I, actually i'm I down for it titty talk keep so. talking titty talk talk about titty you'd like to do okay i'm gonna stop singing that before i get sued <laughs> and not by ASCAP, just for people like please stop singing anyway so. <laughs> i don't know i was thinking we could use that for a bumper Oh, no. One of my favorite things like recently, not recently, I mean, recently in Creepy Kids stories, because you guys put out episodes like whatever the fuck you feel like. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we do. That's and it like takes me why. weeks to get through them. I just listened in like 20 minute bursts, which is forever. But it was the one where <laughs> Stacy was, I think Cindy rather was talking about trying to either put in or empty or readjust her diva cup while the cat like lying naked on the bathroom floor trying to like put in or take out her yeah. diva cup while the cats were banging on the door. And I was just like, that's kind of how I picture you on a in general so Honestly, you're not wrong how it went. it's a natural state it was actually the cats were in the room with me <laughs> staring at me and as it flew out <laughs> of my vagina i got blood all over the cats and then i had to chase the cats around so much and they weren't even my cats they were my roommates oh god cats. who were white yeah who were white they yes. were white long they were ragdolls long they were ragdolls oh, they're, rag so they're, they're just gonna they're just gonna lay there and take it Basically, yeah. yeah. Ding, ding, yeah. They just sat there, and then when I was like, oh, shit, and I went to go run after the cats with my pants around my ankles, they took, that's when they took off. Yeah. And they were all like, oh, yay, we're playing. And I'm all, no, I have to get the biohazard off you. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's probably a great protein rinse for their long fur, but. Yeah. But, yeah. The staining. See, my cats have learned to just avoid that whole scenario. <laughs> the minute they just know. They're just like, no, we're going in the other room. So, so now that nobody is left listening. <laughs> Speaking of biohazards and blood, bodily fluids, so dead and buried. Uh-huh, yes. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, that's oh, oh, nice oh, segue. Oh, oh, nice segue. Did you just project manage my show? Oh, I totally oh did. fuck you. The movie we're talking about is Dead and Buried from 1981 based on a novel. And I have to fix this in post, but it's written by a woman. And I think it's a pretty cool movie that nobody remembers. You know, I the funny it. thing I about this, great. I'd never watched it before. I really enjoyed it. But I saw that I cover nine million times at every video store I ever went into as a kid. It's yes. a great cover. Yeah. Yeah. They don't make covers like that anymore. It's like it's one of those ones that from when I was a kid, um, when I, like really small, our local 7-Eleven got like a video store. You know, it's like 1983 or something like that. 
And, um, yeah. and I would go in and I was terrified of the horror movies, but I would look at the horror movie covers and that's actually one oh, of the I ones I remember. Way. So it was like Chopping Mall. There was some Vincent Price movie where there's a, a woman being pushed into boiling water and like she's a skeleton in the water. And then Dead and Buried are like the ones that I remember from childhood. Okay. Wow. I totally remember the Dead and Buried cover. There was mm-hmm. just, it was always Evil Dead and Dead and Buried were the two that always stuck out in my mind from my childhood. Nice. In the video section. Yeah. Nice. And they probably would have been um, next to the first time I ever saw it though, now that I'm in my 40s. And, you know. <laughs> Same. This one used to be on HBO all the time at night. So I'd seen it a lot back then, mm-hmm. but then forgot it existed until it popped up on Amazon Prime. And I was like, oh, hey, I remember this. I don't remember a thing about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. since we're about to get into the plot, ladies, I believe you know that I have a little game. <laughs> that I like to play with my guests when they're here on the show. Not that game, the other game, this game, the nice game, the audio game, it. in which <laughs> I'm going to make one of you give me a nice, tight, 30-second plot summary. Back of the DVD style, sell me the plot of Dead and Buried. You have 30 seconds. The clock starts now. Uh, sheriff, better than of a, sheriff of a small coastal town slowly realizes over the course of the film that he's the only normal person living there. And then at the end, he discovers he's not. The end. It's actually a pretty good summary. That could be the summary of like away. 85 million movies. Yeah, well. <laughs> you didn't say and I couldn't zombies. be generic. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, with zombies. Oh, and you can't forget um, the, the Mad Corner. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, who was... Oh, yeah, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Joe. It was Grandpa Joe Grandpa from, Joe. from, from uh, I gotta admit, Charlie the Chocolate I loved Factory. That character. Yep. Yeah, or Willy no, Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, rather. He's got a great cast. Yeah. I mean, he's got James Ferentino, who did a ton of TV. You know, he was, used to be on Dynasty. Melanie Anderson, mm-hmm. who's in fucking Flash Gordon and Flash this and Gordon, pretty much nothing yeah. else. Jack Ooh, Albertson, um, uh, Grandpa Joe. Lisa Blount, who was in Prince of Darkness. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, she's the one who oh, goes who goes to the mirror at the end. Spoiler. And Robert right, Englund. The blonde chick. <laughs> Yes, baby. Yeah, I forgot that made me start screaming when I saw Robert England. I was like, uh-huh. "What a beat!" Oh yeah, God. basically. <laughs> yeah, this is pre V. I think movie? this is totally yeah. pre V. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it was like one of his first like appearances ever. Like yeah, he I was so I, young in that. Mm-hmm. He was. It was although pre- although uh, there is an episode you can find it on YouTube of uh, the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew mysteries. It's a Nancy Drew mystery at a at a carnival. Mm-hmm. And he plays an evil carny with Jamie Lee Curtis pre-Halloween. Holy shit, for real? Yeah. Oh, I'm that looking this shit up. Yeah, awesome. Jamie Lee Curtis in like an old up. lady wig and a babushka to make her look old, but she's totally 16 years old. So the two of them right. totally work together. My God, I am so That's bored. beautiful. I'm looking this up. <laughs> That's yeah. So yeah, so welcome to the town of Potter's Bluff, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those that was sweet. Actually, a fantastic opening of a film. It was, I, it, I did it, not it was, expect that at all. Hold the phone. 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 Excuse me. I'm trying to paint a picture for my listeners. Now, welcome to Potter's Bluff, okay, everybody. Okay. It's one of those We're small, excited, okay? beautiful hometown, coastal towns. You know, a town that's stuck in time. Town where everybody's nice and everybody knows each other, and well, it's a whole new way of life. Everything old is shit. new again here in Potter's Bluff, and. You might want to live there, but you definitely don't want to visit. <laughs> yeah, but no shit. I mean, if you visit, you end up living there. When yeah, you get basically. Right down to it, so. Don't visit uh-huh. unless you want to live there. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a hell of a hazing process to get on the home. There's a hell of a hazing oh, process. Yeah, and yeah, a, the opening scene is fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I was, um, did not expect. Like, I was. I mean, we all knew that he was hamburger meat, but I didn't. I thought expect they were the both going to be hamburger meat. Bar- yeah, I kind of did too. What's happening? What's happening? Paint the picture. Okay, so uh, very, very, very early '80s looking yachtsman. Starts taking photos, <laughs> like he's setting up photos, and they look like like legitimately interesting photos to his credit. Yeah, he's on, on the, the beach, beach outside of Potter's Bluff, and so it's like you know, oh, a, a spider web and with the, dew on it, and an and interesting the happy music's playing. It's yeah, it's it's very you know? it's it's very that dreamy like late seventies la 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 kind of music. And uh, nothing's wrong. What a happy movie this is going to be. It's a love story. Yeah, it's it's bucolic as fuck, the theme song. And uh, this girl shows up and she's young and she's attractive. And she thirsty does not begin to describe this bitch. Like, oh, my God. Fucking hell. That was killing me. The ocean would not satiate this hoe. (laughs) <laughs> wow. And we're talking me. about Lisa Blunt from uh, 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 Prince of Darkness here. Right. So, yeah. And she immediately does this like hardcore come on. He proves that he's a little bit of a sleazeball because I believe he says he's married. And then she immediately opens her shirt and he's down to fuck. Yeah. You know, he's taking, oh, yeah. yeah. She talks, she talks him into taking pictures of it. Do you think I can be a I model? Yes. So I was watching this movie on my lunch break at work in the lunch, uh, like the company, um, cafeteria and i'm just watching it and all of a sudden uh, my phone was filled with tits and like my boss walked from oh that's me. nice i was like oh, hey, for hi, the one hi, literally hi, it's literally hi. one second in the whole movie the only tit scene the one goddamn tit scene uh, and she's like what you watching i'm on nothing tits. I'm my phone down porn <laughs> I'm just watching some 70s porn that's all yeah and dance. in a movie like this you're thinking they're both dead yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I honestly thought that. Yeah. Well, actually, now that I think of it, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you get right down to it, I honestly, yeah, they are both dead. I honestly expected her to turn into some kind of, uh, kind of like that scene in uh, uh, the first Phantasm, where the brothers roll around with a chick, and then he looks at her, and she's a corpse. I thought they were going to yeah. pull that. Yeah. Where it was like, yeah. oh, she's this beautiful young blonde with perky ticks. J.K. It's The Shining. <laughs> I really thought it was going to turn into something like, and oh my God, she stabs him in the back because she's a serial killer. Right. Type of thing. Nope. I, but what actually I happened? I was like, oh no, <laughs> they're a cult? What is happening? The worst fucking barbecue ever. Oh, yeah. I know. The, and no, what was all of a sudden, like, a whole was... crowd of people show up. <laughs> yes. I know. It was just like. With cameras and shit. The and they're taking pictures of him now. I mean, it made sense why, like, I could, at first in the beginning, I'm not going to give spoilers away right now, but I was like, why are they keep constantly taking photos? And then it hit me why, like, near the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, oh, yeah. that's good And they Shelley. murdered the shit out of this guy. This yes. dog, she's in on it. She's they in on it. She's like, sorry, like sucker. Thing. Well, Welcome and they didn't even, blood. like, yeah, right. They didn't even, like, it wasn't like, we're going to tie up and we're going to stab you. No, he's very much alive when the barbecue oh. starts. Yeah, and yeah, then they're and just man, gonna light him on fire and yeah, they sing hit him a happy on, song and 
Was there like a point to them like making sure these people suffered in the worst way possible, or was it just, hey, this well, is kind of fun? Well, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later because okay. all the kills in this are vicious. Yes, they're horrible. Yes. They were really like brutal. And, and considering how serene the rest of the movie is, and the mm-hmm. setting is a, I have a thing for coastal horror. There's something about a fog laden, sleepy town. Oh, totally. Yeah, I, on I, the I beach still love that I think is fog. fantastic. The fog, exactly, yes. or um, yeah. like a, 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 a messiah of evil. Or even the original yeah. The Birds. I mean, that's the same thing, really, There's when you boil it down. There's something, like, about being in that coastal town where it feels almost cult-like. And honestly, having worked in a place in a coastal town where the museum that I used to work at was in a coastal little area, there is something very cult-like feel you know, feel about museum, going into wink, that wink. environment. They're very... Yes, museum. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. So these actually, pe- I don't work there anymore. I don't care that anyone knew I worked at a museum. Right. So. Yeah. so what happens is like all these people just show up. Like all these random ass people show up and are attacking him. They hit him with a shovel. They tie him up to a pole with a fishing net. And oh boy, this look like it hurt. Yeah. Like just like the way the it was pulling at his face and his nose is pulled yes. up. And the poor guy's no terrified and screaming. They pour gasoline on him. But before they light the match, a guy walks up to him and says, "Welcome to Potter's Bluff." Yeah. And sets his ass on fire. Mm-hmm. Well, and that oh, was yeah. the... It was like, Jesus. I got it. I like... One thing I, I, I like that this movie did is that it didn't... It kind of reversed the usual trope. Because the whole town's in on it. And at the beginning, you basically see everybody in the whole town. They don't do the shit where it's like, oh, but I've been going to this diner and the waitress has been so nice. Oh, and then at the end, surprise, the waitress is in on it. Instead, it's like... Nope. Oh, okay. I think we lost okay. Patrick again. Um, we're back. I'm here. But so... There you are. So they they did the the reversal where you see everybody who's complicit in this man's murder, and then it's like then you see them go through town in their like bucolic town setting, and you're like, ooh, can't trust that bitch. Yeah, yeah. And that like made it even more like atmospheric and paranoia mm-hmm. because you just everyone who was in that opening scene popped up at one point or another in the most normal setting whatsoever. Absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely a smurfy, that. Andy Griffith little town. Everybody's yeah, just so much. sweet and charming and nice yeah. and, like, something like you would see in another movie. And you're thinking, is it a cult? Mm-hmm. Must it must be a cult or some kind of weird thing like that? Right. The devil cult. The cult the but beginning. no, and you're wondering what's yeah. going on, and then you immediately go to another murder. Actually, not really, because really, now we meet James Ferrantino, and James Ferrantino yeah. is the town sheriff, and he's here investigating this death, except now this guy hasn't been tied to a stake. They've taken the body, and they've stuffed it in a car and make it look yes. like the car blew up, like it was a yeah. car accident. Dude, that moment where they go into the car, and then he starts screaming. Yes, that scared the that hell out of me. Just, he is literally just a pile of, like, melted flesh. Yeah, and he's charcoal. He just, when he the, starts screaming. The fried oh, egg man. eye was yes. so... Gross. Oh, that was or just Stan Winston. Yeah, Stan Winston did the effects for this, and he yeah, Stan Winston is going overboard with the uh, effects here. This was, I can. This was some damn good makeup effects. I was like blown away by um, all of the makeup effects, and yeah, I was expecting. Honestly, I went in expecting something kind of cheesy and B, but entertaining. And this movie was pretty damn high quality. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like a really gory Twilight Zone episode. Oh, kind yes, of, yeah. That's, that's actually a good summation. With boobs. With titties. With tiggle yeah. titties. Just for a second. Except just for a second. Really. Just for a second. Yeah, for, with just a sprinkling of tits. <laughs> but they're titty perky. Sprinkles. Oh, titty sprinkles. Oh. <laughs> with titty sprinkles. Death with titty sprinkles. Death <laughs> by titty sprinkles. Yeah, That's and the thing is, the thing is, this poor, this poor character that we met at the beginning, this photographer whose name we don't even know at this point, um, they play a little game. 
She's like, he's like, what's your name? And she's like, what do you think my name is? And he's like, yes. I think you look like a Lisa. It seems like oh, a pretty yeah. name. And she actually makes a face. Yeah, I noticed like, she was like stupid. not into that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd be pissed if somebody no. said I look like a Lisa no. too. And and yeah, she I goes, well, too. you look like a Fred, <laughs> like a Freddy. And let's just call him Freddy for now. Freddy suffers in this movie. Yes. Freddy takes a oh, very, God, Freddy's, poor Freddy. Freddy's not dead until the 45 minute yeah, mark. <laughs> not just once does Freddy suffer. I know. Freddy, Freddy has a hell of a time. And watching it this in. time, because I watched it again last night, because um, it's been so long, it's been technical problems. But what I realized, everything, she, everything Lisa asks Freddy on the beach, she's actually grilling him. Yeah. Yeah, you're sure. actually right. It's like, are you here by yourself? Oh, are you famous? Yeah. Is anybody going to miss you? Yeah. Yep, exactly. And then when she discovers that no one's going to miss him, yep. she's like, and, and he, barbecue. And he's DDF. <laughs> yep. The thing that I wonder, though, is did they bring him back? Because uh, I don't remember seeing him after he's Yeah, the he's evolved. the gas station attendant. <gasps> That's right. Oh, right. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. I'd forgotten that. Yeah, so one of the things that's great about this, like, I'm just going to like fast forward a bit because um, we can go plot point by plot point, but that's really not where the, th the thrill of this is. Like He's investigating these strange deaths. Another uh, uh, a vagrant gets murdered on the boat yes. dock. yeah. And he's got yes. two murders in two days, two strange deaths in two days from strangers. Mm -hmm. And we learn, we're starting to learn that, okay, this town does not take well, take kindly to strangers. And it's, everything is kind of run by the coroner. Like he's the central, like I love... What, what is his actual name? Jack, 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 oh, Jack, Jack, um, Jack, Jack, Jack Albertson from Willie oh, Walk yeah, and the yeah, Chocolate yeah, Factory. Yeah. The first time you meet him is at this car wreck. But he's got this great entrance because he's got this big band music blaring from his car. Yes. And it takes him 30 seconds to actually Talk get into the scene. Talk about a great character. Like, just they set him up to be so eccentric. And almost endearing when he rolls in in that mm -hmm. old fashioned car and the big band music's playing. He's a little contrarian, but he well, and he's like, like he wants to he's help. giving like random and trivia about the musicians who are playing. Yeah, exactly. And it's and all so clues. He's so charming. It's all clues. You know? <laughs> yes. Because one of the scenes, and he's such a charming character, and then he just you realize, oh wow, he's a dick. <laughs> but it's like he's an interesting dick. I guess is a good word. I love a good it. interesting well, dick, but <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> he's a zealot, basically, is what it boils down to. Yes, he totally is a zealot, well, and it, it's like uh -huh. they give you little teaspoons throughout the movie where he starts out just as this. Oh, he's an eccentric old man, and then he gets a little weirder and a little more like obstinate, and then he gets a little more bitchy and then he gets and then by the end you're like halfway through the movie you're like something's wrong with this guy i don't know what's wrong but with but for the whole time but the thing is you get this increasing sense of there's something really wrong with this town and it's not what i think it is yes because you're like oh there's they're all crazy or whatever or they're devil worshipers or something there's a cult something but yeah there's a scene i think it's the scene where you find out uh, about freddie you know after he's finally killed in the most glorious way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Freddie. Remember me? Oh, yeah. God. That poor... <laughs> and did you see the eyeballs roll? He's in a full body cast and the eyeballs yes. are just rolling because he's in the hospital. He's a terrible... Like, poor guy. It was almost funny where it was well, almost like a comedy moment. Yeah, until she like, shoved like a nine-foot hypodermic yeah. into his yeah, eyeball. That was not funny. See, the part <laughs> when... I was like, well, now that was horrible. The part when he screams, it, you know, he's all bandages. He's got the one eye... He's like a meatball yes. with teeth. And then he screams. And that honestly, like that haunted me a little bit. Like just the, I don't know. There's something about the angle of the shot. 
the actor that and was in the bandages like is really conveying suffering and he's so helpless yes. he's completely yes. helpless yes. there's exactly. nothing he can do he's completely immobilized exactly it's definitely one of those scenarios in horror films that always freak me out the most is when that person is so completely helpless they cannot do anything and you know they're going to die well and they're uh-huh. in a, uh, that, they're in those a, moments freak me the fuck out for sure and they're in a hospital which is supposed to be a safe place like it's supposed to be uh-huh. the safest place exactly. you know right so yeah. now this this character's dead, but then like a few scenes later, there's a scene in the diner. Mm-hmm. Now we've already been clued off. There's a waitress who actually lit the first fire. We got a close up of her, and then the next scene, you're like, oh my god, that's the waitress who did that. Oh my god, right. that's, that's 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 the girl. That's the woman. When you see people individually or in groups of two or three, there's no real alarm because like it's a coastal town. Everyone's got kind of this, you know. Coastal look to them. Yeah. And life All these longshoremen, they look yeah, like this. And, and she's, you see the one waitress, and she's got a kind of 1940s everyone. hairdo, and you're like, okay, she's just out of style. But all of a sudden, you see a whole room of them, and you go, why right. are we in the 1940s? And how exactly. fucking Why is everybody dressed like the 1940s? It does make you wonder about that. Like, well, how long has he been doing this right. shit? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, they, they, then they're like, hey, and then those, that couple come in, the dead meat couple, the dead meat family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's looking for guests. And they're like, hey, Freddie, can you pump them some gas? And he, the guy turns around, and it's the guy who's yes, killing the bitch. He's right. like, sure, no yeah, problem. He's working at the gas station now in his yeah. 1940s gas pumping station. You're like, what that the fuck? That was such a so great we're... moment where, you know, you, Freddie turns around, and I I literally was just like, wait, no, wait, no. Yeah. <laughs> so not only are they murdering yeah. people, they're bringing people back from the dead to yeah. work in, like, menial jobs right. in 1940s outfits. And when I said before that this town is frozen in time, you're not kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it gives and you clues that when the wonder... fucking corn, every time the corner comes in this big band music <laughs> i really started to wonder after a while if, like maybe there was this whole like my two i mean obviously these weren't the answers but halfway through the film what i loved so much is that i kept trying to guess what the hell was happening mm-hmm. and i kept getting it wrong yeah was yeah, that I, the at first I thought maybe they were in they were in purgatory of some sort and that's why everyone looked like they were in the 1940s it was all a jacob's and ladder then, scenario <laughs> yeah and then i started thinking maybe it was like this voodoo thing going on like there's like some sort of voodoo right. that are bringing people back to life you're not on wrong <laughs> i was close with that one i was very close with that one what i also think is great is that you've got this wonderful cast of character actors filling out the rest of the town yes i love the woman who is running the the switchboard for the police Yes. Oh, I love Betty. She's a hoot. (laughs) She's a hoot. And that guy who runs the M, you know, because they're investigating the death. They're trying to figure out who this unidentified body in the beach is. And they figure out, and they go, he goes to the hotel to see if anybody had been staying there. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's someone who uh, checked in. And I haven't seen him in a few days. I don't know. He hasn't checked out. Well, and it was. Oh, I I hope you're fine who did this to the poor man because this kind of thing is is killer for the tourist trade. I'm like, you guys are killer for the tourist trade. (laughs) But it also shows that not everybody in the town has been changed over because he obviously has it. Yes. He was. I don't know because he's the one who told the sheriff that he saw him at the gas station. That's all part of it. Okay, then maybe Did that's we it. See him, though, that's all part of it. They're the playing out because, like, okay, all right. They're, I mean, because right. as the I, sheriff I I is investigating him. this, you're realizing like he's a chess piece in a game that you right. don't understand the rules right, to. For sure. And I they're playing with him. They keep giving him bits of information right. to solve things, and then like he doesn't use them properly. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about his wife? Oh, creepy wife. Oh, creepy I wife? loved her. Like immediately, oh, yeah. I'm like, every great. time she shows up, she's polishing silver or she's got mm-hmm. an apron on, apron and pearls and There's makeup and or vacuuming or offering yes. him super, food. Super, super step for wife. And she's a super teacher, which is super feminine. Uh huh. But she's sassy. Mm-hmm. So I got confused. She's got a mouth on her, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. 
She plays with him a lot. And she gives him a lot of stuff that I'm going, where, where, and at the time, I'm also thinking, okay, it's the 19th, it's, you know, this is filmed in the 70s, whatever. It's right. just, you know, whatever. Fine. This is what women were still supposed to be doing, I suppose. And then a certain scene early on, she comes in from the rain. Yeah. And yeah. she's dressed like fucking Carmen Sandiego. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's got that big broad hat on and a cape. And I'm going, that's weird. That wasn't in fashion in the 19th. Se- oh. Right. <laughs> the yeah. penny oh. drops. Oh, no, yeah, even though no, I just noted that. And then the next scene was the scene in the diner. I'm like, oh, fuck, she's one of them. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right. Yes. Well, and th- yeah, there was this whole like Stepford Wives vibe through the whole movie, which I love because it wasn't punchy in the face. Like it was these little subtle turns, mm-hmm. like in the costuming and mm-hmm. in the and the way certain people acted. And like because the wife right from the start, I loved her. Same. She was an interesting character. But right from the start, there was something about her. Yeah. That made me go, something's wrong with her, and I can't put my finger on it. The whole time, I was like, please don't be one of them. Please don't be one of them. Please don't be one of them. Here's your choice of frozen dinners for tonight. I hope you don't mind the beef stroganoff. It's out of the box. Yes, yeah. Yes, and you're just like, what? But at the same time, she's like, like, oh, we're going to teach witchcraft in my class because kids love spooky things. Which is why I have this horrifying knife hidden in my underwear drawer. (laughs) I, too, when I have props for children, hide them from my significant uh, other in my underwear. But she's got an answer for everything. She's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Because like that that guy from the inn is like, well, you ask your wife. Why don't you ask your wife who that man is? She knows who he is. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, George who used to sell photographic equipment to the high school. She's got an answer for everything. Yeah. That seems absolutely plausible. And you're kind of like, okay, well, I see that. Yeah, I get that. Uh But then then when you talk to the the principal, he's like, we didn't buy any photographic equipment. Yeah. Well, and then so then she's got an answer it. for that, too, because she's like, oh, you ruined it. It was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. And always yeah. right there. She's always right there. And, you're yeah, like, and, and she never looked baffled. Like every single answer was so solid that you just couldn't help but go like, well, of course. Yeah, that, that's of course how it's supposed to be. Right. Or and it's one of those things where about it and you're like, wait, for me, it was a case of she could be telling the truth or this could be bullshit. Which is it? Or it could be an affair, or it could be about the murder. Right. I'm not quite sure which. She could be sleeping with Freddie, or she could be covering something up. Right. But it, there were so many ways where I was like, well, she couldn't be covering it up because of A, B, and C. Right. Like, I was trying to do the same thing. They did a great job making that character so ambiguous that I was like. And we've seen know. enough murders, and yeah. she's never been there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And she seemed just genuinely as weirded out and frightened as her husband. Mm-hmm. Yes. About it. Yeah. She's a good actress. Well, and the thing that makes me wonder, too. Or a corpse. Yeah, right. The thing that I'm upset pre- I'm, me. I'm eating, I mean, Mr. I'm eating Mr. Daisy into the microphone. I'm so sorry. That's, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I can't hear you it. Bring my, you bring up my worst quality. There you go. Eating Mr. Daisy. Keep drinking. Is that the sequel to Dreading Miss Daisy? <laughs> That's, what, Mr. Daisy. That's what her son was doing okay. the whole time. There are two porns. There are two porns. Sidebar. <laughs> I used to work in a video store back in the 80s, and there was one called Driving Miss Daisy Crazy. Nice. <laughs> And we'll call driving over Miss Daisy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. They rode a train on Miss Daisy. Daisy. You'll love the porn industry for the shit like that. I oh, do. fuck I do. yes. I do. Fuck I do. Anyway, yes. back to the movie. I mean, yeah. as long as they keep doing. Can we talk about the dead meat family? Yes. Oh, dead God. Meat well, family. Sorry. see, that right there raises a concern for me because, first of all, I'm super impressed because they murdered an entire fucking family. Mm-hmm. And yeah. including then, the kid, yeah, yes, and, and then, then but then you see the kid in her classroom, 
and it's like, oh yes. God, he's a child forever. They're all murdered children. This is horrifying. Yes, <laughs> it is. Like the more you think about it, it's one of those movies that you watch and you're all, wow, that was really good. And then you start really thinking about it. And it gets exactly. Your skin, yeah, and you're like, exactly. Oh, it's my one- God, this is hor- 10 times horrible. Yes. It's like, like the a, longer you ooh, think about it. Film. And it's mean, like it gets more horrible the more you think about and it. And you get included. And basically every time you have a scene with Jack Albertson, he's pretty much confessing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's talking about he's flat out telling him this is what I did. (laughs) Like I it's like I hate burying these people. This is my art. Yes. And then to just put it in I restore them. I give them their beauty back and then you put it in the ground. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was even more like ridiculous I mean not ridiculous, but I loved it was that you know, th- I go back and I was like watching and thinking, you know, well, why did he just let him go through this entire scenario? And you realize the reason he, he just really liked doing it. Uh-huh. He yeah. just really liked fucking with the guy. Uh-huh. And that made him even worse of a like a horror film villain. Right. He was literally just like, well, it was really fun to fuck with you. Well, yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed this. Right. But the, the dead meat family was so annoying. I was pissed. They yes, got killed they off camera. I was honestly yeah, surprised that they killed him off that. camera. I was, Given I was how gory the rest of the movie is, I, they were and they were so annoying. But damn, I loved that whole chase scene in the car. I, I don't where know. The oh. woman's scalp comes off, and the yes. arms on the th- oh, and the woman was, with the scalp good. is like the scalp is flapping in the wind, and she's stabbing the knife through the windshield. Yes. I'm like, that is a bold choice. Bravo, tenacity, madame. But then there's like, and there's no blood. Like when parts of them come off, like they're not bleeding. Nope. Nothing is oozing. Nope. It's yeah. it's like an no, animated just, mannequin, basically. They don't have hearts. And Mm-mm. I love that. I thought that was. Such they don't a have hearts. Like, we find that out later. They, they, the hearts have been taken. Well, right. yeah, they've all been embalmed, and they're all like, you know, I mean, if you look close when they when the woman's scalp was torn off, you can see the staples. Like yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you looked at it. Just, yeah. Okay, we're, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. Not the big surprise, it. but basically you figured it out that the coroner's been doing all of this. He's made an entire town of corpses, and he's frozen them in the 1940s because that's what he loves. He's made right. his own little mm-hmm. world, and everybody's welcome. Like when these people are killing people, they're actually kind of happy to do it. And when they say welcome to Potter's Bluff, they actually mean it because right, they're going to be living right. there from now on. Yeah, right. there's a gleefulness. No it's hard feelings, right? Really unsettling. Yeah. No, and and apparently mangling them has to be part of the process. Right. That's the only part that I was a little baffled. Well, about. I think that like, was to give Daddy something to do. That would well, be my guess is that he just got such joy in restoring. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. there, there's a scene. Them. There's a scene where a poor hitchhiker gets the shit pounded out of her face with a rock. Right. Oh God. And you get so to see him rebuild her. Which was really cool, the rebuilding scene. I mean, he strips I her down to the skull, like, and it's, it's amazing. And the part, the, part, the, really part, the part where he's, like, adjusting her eyes like, yes. with that tongue thing. Oh, like, the yes. eye, like he, you see him put the yes. new eyeball and he's adjusting it around. And the, the, the makeup, the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the dummy that they're using is so convincing. Uh-huh. I was wretched. Oh, that was a great moment. I loved I loved that whole like it was one of those moments where I'm it's like it didn't further the plot but it was so awesome to watch for sure sequence it sure as hell furthered the atmosphere though it was yeah it yeah. definitely furthered the atmosphere and it definitely was some great character building moments for our coroner mm-hmm. yeah. Jack Jack the coroner and there. it's it's so sick he was so sick during this, this is his mm-hmm. last movie yeah it said he had cancer and he's so sick and time. he's still doing a great but he did get to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's it, so. I love that actor. He was I, in a oh, wheelchair. I love, I, I, the oxygen. Fact, oh, the, god damn it, Dunwich. Sorry. 
the fact that it's Grandpa Joe makes it even better worse. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that didn't make it worse, but but better. Because he's all, Jack Alberton is always lovable. Right, Not here. for sure. Actually, he is. He's very charming. And I think that's why he was such a great casting choice for that mm -hmm. character, because he's so charming and likable, even as this despicable character. Right, he was because so likable. Until so it was almost heartbreaking at the end, uh -huh. you know. Until and the penny I, drops and you realize what all he's re responsible for. Prior to that, you're just like, oh, he's just this charming eccentric, and then you realize, yeah, you no, know, exactly. this is this is symptoms of a sickness that runs very. Yeah, very that deep. it probably yeah. started with him, like just re, re bringing people back when they came in, but then he's just right. like, I need everybody. Right. Yeah. And I love they have to come in for touch-ups. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. There's that scene where, where, where he's talking about his wife, and I don't know what's wrong with my wife. She's been acting so strange lately. And the coroner says, you're right, she has been acting strange lately. And he goes, what are you talking about? You barely know her. And he goes, she comes in to see me all the time. Yes. <laughs> For touch-ups, because yeah. <laughs> she's I'm rotting. I'm thinking of that scene <laughs> yeah. from, uh, what was it, Death Becomes Her, where they have to yeah. keep going in to get their Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. She, she, he catches that the morgue assistant painting up his own arm. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing, gotta go, I'm just doing drugs, don't mind me. Right. Don't mind me, I'm just, no, this isn't me, I'm not dead, it's heroin. <laughs> just rem it reminds me of that line from, I think it's Earth Girls Are Easy, oh, don't mind me, I'm high. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. And and I do like the fact that there is there are people who are in on it and are people who are not like there's that doctor he brings those that is taking care of our burn victim. Yes, yes. Is not part of them for a while. For a while. Until he becomes a That's problem. another like yes. Jesus Christ kill. Oh yeah, yes. what yeah, cuz uh what happens is like the, uh during the when the dead meat dead meat family are trying to escape they they drive past the sheriff and he's like oh shit and he goes to chase them and winds up running somebody over one of the people that were chasing them yeah mm -hmm. and he's like, and then they just get up and run away and there's an arm stuck <laughs> there's an arm literally stuck to the yes. grill of that car yes. and I it was such a beautiful effect but I also was giggling because it was literally like Gio wonder what that's an arm like that's, right that's at it like. And the thing, and it, was, it wasn't even like, my God, it was literally like, is that a fucking arm? On yeah. Like, and then they had this long scene with him investigating a barn because the person ran that way. And I'm going, there's no payoff to this. I'm going, it's just a bird scare. I remember this. It's just a bird scare. But then I remember he came back and the arm was gone. Right. Yeah, so whoever it was so came, came back for their arm. Came back. Or but anyway, he takes scrapings off of where yeah. the where the impact happened and he sends it to the doctor. To see if there's any DNA matches, yes, then the doctor's right. like, "This this flesh has been dead for months." Right. I actually loved that moment where he's all like, "This is a did they just throw the arm at your right. car?" Or are you sure that you didn't like you know, you know did, did you cross contaminate like yeah mm -hmm. yeah all viable questions. But then you see him doing more research on it, and he discovers something we don't know what, but it's enough to get him killed. Yeah. And we yeah. Oh, Nurse Lisa shows up in a different nursing outfit than all the other nurses. That she, of course, she has the 1940s ones with the paper hat. Right. She has like the little like skirt and paper hat. She's and the all assassin that. of the group, and she is beautiful and mean as fucking hell. She's basically <laughs> Daryl Hannah from Kill Bill. Pretty much. She's just really upset over the fact that that guy called her a Lisa. So she's I don't just blame taking her, her you know, anger out. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. My sister's name is Lisa. Actually, so. the director of this movie, aside from doing Poltergeist three. Ouch. See the face I'm making? Yeah, yeah. oh no. Yeah, yeah that, I've seen I, I directed, to block that movie out He of directed head. a movie called Lisa. Which ah, was on yeah, I was HBO just, constantly. I was, 
Okay, so I it's was a great movie. It's it a great is. Movie. I remember Hang on. Bad okay, so I have a weird, I have a weird connection to that movie. So of course you do. When you said, you know, he called her Lisa, that movie popped into my head because the actress who played Lisa's name in real life is Stacy. <laughs> The chick from My Two Dads. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just like, dude, I'd be so fucking pissed if my name was Stacy and somebody fucking called me Lisa. So it it all makes sense. (laughs) Some people call me Maurice. Wow. (laughs) I actually had somebody tell me I looked like a Maurice on Friday. Then you kicked them in the dick. They're all stupid. That's a stupid thing to say. You're I stupid. Know, You're Stacey, also you fucking undead, stupid. Now that this has like Basically. you know circle has become complete. So it's are yeah. You, are you a zombie? <laughs> That's none of your goddamn business, now, is it? I love that it's a zombie well, movie, but it's is, voodoo zombies but... for a change. It's it's straight up voodoo zombies, and I love the fact watching it this time. I realized when she actually brings that witchcraft text to school and she's giving mm-hmm. them that lesson on voodoo, it's a history lesson for right. them. Yeah, this Basically. is where you came oh, yeah. from. This is who we are. This is how it started. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it just seems like a regular lesson, but I'm like, holy shit, she's actually telling these kids where they're from. Mm-hmm. This is what we do here. The more you think about this movie, like, the worse it becomes. Yeah, Not, basically. Not, like, bad, but, like, oh. the more the insidious. More, like, it, it gets more haunting and insidious it becomes. It's just, like, and I think that's what I like so much is it's a movie that kind of sat with me for a while. Like, yeah. I watched it. I'm like, well, that was a real fun zombie movie. And then I started thinking about it. And yeah. then I was like, Oh God! This is really an upsetting zombie movie. This is really yeah. Like, they gave it the the writers gave it a lot of thought. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah well, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, I mean it is ba- it is based on it, it is based on a novel. And it's written by a woman, so give her the credit. Thank you very much. Yeah, you I want to read girl. that. <laughs> Chelsea Brooks I Yarbo. I want to say Chelsea that. Brooks Yarbo. Sounds right. It's definitely Chelsea is Yarbo. I forget the middle name. Uh, Dead and buried. Yeah. Is it, is it also called Dead and Buried? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Same we cover. <laughs> Sweet. Same cover. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the same art on the cover. But uh, yeah, um, what was I going to say? Because we learn that uh, she's like that. That the, yeah, these people are alive, and you think, oh, that's great. You get to live again. He's he like, he's got this great speech. He's like, the dead don't age. The dead mm-hmm. don't get sick. But also, the dead have no memories except what he gives them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I let them keep parts of their lives, but the rest of the time, they work for me. Yeah, My name which is Charlie. Is horrifying, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like to introduce you to my grandson. Yeah, he's in with the other kids. Like you know. So yeah, they don't have free will, and and it's just yeah, they just do what he tells them to do, and mm-hmm. it's awful, and it's okay. You want to make a correlation? Why this movie's relevant? Okay, Go so it's it. a town. This 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 this. Let's let's just call it a civilization. Oh, whatever. I, 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 group of people who are run basically by a dictator mm-hmm. and they're all trapped in this time gone by this image of a time gone by that may have been true may not have been true and they think everything's great and you know their reaction to people who are different from them kill them yeah welcome to america yeah. or assimilate them welcome to america Vi- violently yep. yeah I think that's one of the reasons why this movie got so under my skin. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. This is upsetting. Yeah, and I hate All that I have to say that. it was a straight pride parade, and then I would have just like, you know. Oh, fuck those assholes. Yeah, fuck right. those Oh, they, except they'd probably, they'd probably enjoy that. Well, yeah, yeah true. I mean. Because behind true. every homophobe is another this, homophobe yeah. fucking them in the ass. <laughs> Basically, yep. <laughs> There's my poll quote. <laughs> there you go. It's all Bohemian Grove <laughs> as far as the eyes can see. <laughs> 
You got to put that on a t-shirt. That's beautiful. <laughs> Copyright <Erica>. me. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, no, I, I, I think this is a stunning little movie, and we didn't reveal all its secrets. No, there's some more secrets involved, and like they, 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 man, man, motherfucker gave himself, he embalmed himself, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me. The ending almost reminded me of Doctor Fives because he embalmed yes, himself. Yes, yeah. for sure. It totally sure. made me go. And then him and Vincent Price are gonna go have tea somewhere, <laughs> just talk about their. <laughs> Crazy fucking antics. Basically, you know? yeah, yeah, that's my head cannon. Doctor Doctor Five you know. zipping it through the hole in his neck. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but with, still holding one, still holding his pinky. Still holding his pinky. Out. Out. Very, very elegant. elegant. In his throat, and it's like because that's fancy. And, and he just Josh has a tube going to the. Back. It's throat. probably just Volnavia standing silently behind him, delicately tipping the teacup into the mm-hmm. hole in the back of his neck. His throat. <laughs> <laughs> And it's sugar cube. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, basically behind the, the corner. Yeah, the, <laughs> so. my my problem with the movie is it's got. Well, I mean, if you want to call it problems, it's definitely got late seventies pace. Oh See, yeah, I you didn't have a problem with life. that. I thought I liked it because I love those like dreamy horror movies where you have to kind of work for the horror. Mm-hmm. What and I, I this time I around, there's I, a haze. Over I really this. do like that. Um, slow pace, the slow burn mm-hmm. 70s stuff. So it didn't bother me. No, it didn't bother me at all. who is not into that, I can see it being a problem. It doesn't bother me. It's just it things is. I note. You know, I'm thinking if yeah, I was a young sure. listener, I'd be bored right now. But right. there's actually a haze over the whole movie. Yeah, it's like not, there's not Vaseline the on the lens the whole time. Yeah, yeah but it gives it like this whole dreamy thing going on. feel mm-hmm. and um, fun things. Apparently, there's no red in the movie. Except for blood. Really? They yeah. Go back and Except watch for blood. They, they, the director yeah. was very firm can, on that. He's like, only red will be blood because I want it to pop. And oh boy, does it pop. Does it? That fucking is there's a lot of blood. <laughs> there's a lot of blood and goo like and ick <laughs> and slime and just bleh. bleh. Yeah, the designer in me just loves shit like that. Well, I'm and like, yeah, fucking when the, when, the, story. when the doctor got it and it's like they put the fucking acid in him and his eyes yeah and his eyes like boil out and i just remember thinking like of all of these deaths like that's the roughest like yes that's like like, that's some like lucio fulci shit right there that's like shit i felt like i watched for sure guy go down and i'm like oh i can feel that oh yeah this role i had my hands over my face the fact that he's not even screaming He's just going, uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, which is like, that's what he's actually yeah. on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. That would be me. Screaming is an easy right choice, there. but like having your sinuses burned out, that's probably the only noise you can make right now. I don't so. think you even can scream if your sinuses are being burned out of your face. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, let's, basically. Let's, let us never find out. Amen. I, I'm cool never finding out the answer to yeah, that Yeah, I am A-OK yeah. with uh, avoiding, <laughs> not, not every mystery Avoid needs to be shit. solved. <laughs> No, exactly. it's also depressing to see that like everybody in this cast is dead. No, uh, oh, except for Robert Englund and uh, uh, Barry Corbin. Barry, yeah, she's Melody not dead. Her career, still alive. her career is then though. <laughs> yeah, but I have. To, I'm I'm really impressed. She actually went on. She she went on to become a substance abuse counselor, which I think is pretty cool. Good for her. Uh, Lisa Blount's long dead too. She died very young. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, way to take it down. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> now I'm depressed. Yeah. Plus dead and buried. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't no, just cancer or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, I, th- I think this is a fun little, it's a good Halloween movie. and It's it's a great Halloween movie. I would, my, the other beef that I have with it is that it just ends. It delivers yeah. its yeah, final, it, sh- it delivers its final shock 
and it ends. No denouement, no resolution, which could drive people crazy. It ends like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, kind yeah. of. And we're done. I, but I think that kind of fit with the, I mean, I know some people will probably dislike it, but I kind of liked how it ended because I think if there was any other way it would end, it would feel a little, I don't know. Trite. Cheap and trite. Yeah. And I like mm-hmm. the fact that it was like, and that's how it is. Enjoy. And it just, it left that, it made the movie much more haunting. Yeah. I think um, it just made it stick in my head more instead of like a, and then you, you know, some sort of like tag of, you know, everyone living happily in Potter's Bluff. It's just, I like right. that. It's just like, and we're done. Well, <laughs> so. and honestly, with a story this fucking weird, I honestly think the downer ending was the only way they could go. There's no anything way, else way they could do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, other, it anything else would have been not even necessarily cheap. It just would have been like, well, you broke the story. I got my, I gave my, gave my wife her heart back and she's alive now. And all the other ones just died. So we're just going to start over. No, right. And, <laughs> and I gotta give, I gotta give her credit to you, man. In the scene when he shoots her and she keeps, and she's like stuttering and like repeating lines that she had said earlier in the movie. Like she starts talking about the struggle. Step her wife style. Yeah. Yeah. But then she looks at him and she goes, my God, Dan, I'm dead. That was like, oh, my oh, God. And she's like, put me in the ground, moment. put me in the ground, put me in the bury ground. Me, like, bury me, bury me, bury yes. me. <laughs> yes, yes. That was so just that like, oh, movie. my God. That was heart-wrenching. Yes, it like, really oh, was. God. Oh, God, she just wants to die. Let her die. Just let right. her die. <laughs> and that right there, like, that's a further little, like, tick of how horrible this is. Because on some level, they know what they are and don't want to be it. Yeah. Yeah. They all want to be at peace and they're not at peace. No. Right. And they're never going to be at peace. No, because no, they're, they're trapped they're in 1947 because, my God, that music was good. Right. <laughs> it was That's real the only America. Good thing. That's the only good thing they had going for them is they had a really good, like, you know, music. Right. Playing if only he could get his hands on like... Glenn Campbell. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Because like... he's a dead rhinestone cowboy. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> why did you make me say that why did you make me say that okay i think we've done dead and buried i think so too oh, I, I, I don't want right. to spoil it i don't want to spoil it yeah i don't want yeah. to anymore there are a few final shots and you can it, it, they've ordeal. taken it off of uh amazon prime at the moment we're recording it but it is on shutter oh, okay yeah oh cool. well and, and if I you're know not subscribed to shutter what prime. the fuck is wrong with you yeah for sure i know who's you can also doing get it on uh, youtube Hulu's doing Huloween already, too, so it might show up. Are they there. really? And I think you can actually buy Rent It on YouTube, too, because I think that's how yeah, I Yeah, you can it. buy Rent It, but it's, 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 if you have Shudder, it's there. And if you're a horror fan, why aren't you on Shudder? For sure. I really, I'm really Stop impressed with Shudder. I don't have the money right now. <laughs> I'm really impressed with Shudder. I want to get Shudder. Well, why, are, why haven't you given her her codes, your codes, oh, I Cindy? To- I, I totally fucking I don't have kidding? codes. <laughs> no, she's the one that doesn't have it. I have codes. it. I have com- I have absolutely Stacey given you it. my I, ha- I, I my Cynthia code. I haven't given you my login ooh, I don't ooh, know what you're talking ooh, about oh 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 Cynthia Cynthia let's see shit got serious you said you were and then yeah no wow. fine whatever <laughs> we're breaking up the band <laughs> okay well you know good luck by myself good luck finding somebody who who needs an electric tambourine. Well, fine, an, ele- an electric. Gonna- oh God, I don't know what's happening. I've lost control you are of my not show. My diva cup antics. Anyway. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> listeners, 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 listeners. Mommy and mommy are fighting. They're not mad at you. They're not mad. They're at mad you. at their diva cups. <laughs> We're mad at our diva cups. Okay. And if hey, you man, don't know the- what they are, look them up. It's fun. <laughs> 
So when everyone send me your shutter codes, because clearly I need to be able to It's the only way she can get past you. Clearly or I have a problem. Dude, I tried to do it. get nothing but hostile tweets about shutter. So. so before we wrap up, ladies, where can people find Creepy Kitch and all that good stuff? And where can they find you on social media? Well, first yeah, look for okay. wherever so dead can... or wherever bad taste goes to bury its dead. Yeah, go go find go buy your diva cups and then you. See oh us no, we actually have a code diva on the bottom of the ball of the. We box. have a diva cup code. So <laughs> you can find us actually if you don't want. To Hold buy on, a you got to repeat cup. all that. We dropped out. We dropped out, guys. I'm not sure if uh, just repeat what you just oh, said. Of course. Just repeat what you just <laughs> diva said. Diva cups. We're- Code on the bottom. All right. You can go find them. I'm sorry. We're having technical problems. You can find them at Creepy Kitch, which is C-R-E-E-P-Y, but K-I-T-C-H, like witch. Don't spell it like Yiddish. Spell it like a witch, Kitch, bitch. Yep. Kitch. Kitch to look right with like bitch. There's a place on know where the hipsters go. It's called And you can find us on Facebook, too. We're on, uh, just look for Creepy Kitch Podcast on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We have a pretty active Facebook page, even though we're not that active. Oh, you're active, just not on the air. Yeah, basically. exactly. We will be recording, actually. We just thought that minutes ago before Patrick signed back on. We were like, we should really do our next episode, shouldn't we? You should. It's been like two months. We should probably do that. Well, it's taken me. I still. I've been working through the Suspiri episode for like seventeen weeks now, so it takes that long. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining. Enjoy me. Enjoy it. Digest so it. For turning up again to help Absolutely. out with the countdown to Halloween Potathon and helping the kids. Thanks for having us on. You know how much this means to me. So this, I. You see my face right now? Oh, yes, he's so very happy very that you keep showing up to do this. Absolutely, it means so much to me. And we will hey, do man. it anytime you want. We love doing it. I work with teenagers. I'm holding my boobs for you. Okay, well, pinch the nipples very hard. Um, oh, sexy yeah, man. There we go. There we there go. We go. Love it. Yeah. Make it rain. Oh, Patrick, you slut. <laughs> That's the cleanest thing I've slut. done on the internet today. Okay, nice. so thank you very much. Before before you go, Cindy, Stacey, I got one more thing to say to you. Yes. I think you know what it is. Happy Halloween! Woo! Halloween is... Is the best time of year. The best time of year. So is your mom and Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. So that, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, is going to wrap things up for the first night of the Everyday's Halloween fundraiser event for new alternatives for LGBT youth who are homeless. Again, a very huge thank you to Stacy and Cindy from Creepy Kitch for coming on and bringing their unique blend of insanity mixed with grace and dignity, which is an amazing thing to pull off, but they do it every time, and you're always such a joy to have, and just so wonderful ladies giving, charming, Wonderful. I love you both very much. Before we wrap up, there are a few other people that I do need to thank. I need to thank everybody at Squadcast. Squadcast provides remote interviews for professional podcasters. And most of the guest sessions for this upcoming Everyday's Halloween Podathon have been recorded with Squadcast. Some of them were not able to for various reasons. And I want you to take a list. I'll be pointing out which ones are and which ones aren't and take a listen to the difference in sound. Squadcast is super easy to use and I would not have been able to put together all of these interviews as easily as I did without their help. So if you want more information, use the link in the show notes. If you're a podcaster who wants, who's tired of sloppy, hard to manage files from whatever 
recording service that you're using, if you're using Skype or whatever, if you're t- tired of shoddy sound, check out Squadcast. Links in the show notes. And also, thank you to everybody at Captivate FM. Captivate FM is my podcast host. And again, without them, I would not have solved the problems that shot down the original Halloween Potathon. So thank you to everybody there. Again, you want more information about Captivate if you're looking for a new podcast host. Uh, Captivate is the only podcast host that is interested in actively developing your show and helping your podcast grow. So again, use the link in the show notes, Captivate FM. You guys are rock star ninja Jedis. Yes, there we go. And please, if you get a moment, head on over to bit.ly slash sqpodna, S-Q-P-O-D-N-A, and donate. That's Scream Queens Podcast New Alternatives and help some of these kids and help the people at New Alternatives help the queer youth of New York City who are really struggling right now because, let's just say, October was one thing, but it's November now. It's significantly colder. It's significantly colder. I'm not going out without three layers of clothes on right now, like three layers of coats, I should say. And I have a home. I can't imagine having to live out there. So please go out there and donate. Next time, we are going to be joined by Jordan who is the creator of the Don't Get Stabbed card game. He's barely recovered from when he guessed it on the Easter Bunny Kill Kill episode in August, but he's here, and he's going to be here to talk about a movie called Black Waters of Echoes Pond. If you want to play along at home, that is streaming for free on Tubi. T-U-B-I. Yeah, get the app, check it out. It's a fun little movie, and I think you'll like it. So until Friday, my beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to make the world a creepier place. And never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. Because every day is Halloween, man. We got a party to get to. Yeah! All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.